0: Jeff, the fight song "We're the Eagles" is used for the AFL team from which club based in Perth? Uh,
1: oh, uh, Western Australia. Oh no, uh, Suncoast Eagles. Uh,
0: sorry, it's West Coast Eagles. Oh, West Coast Eagles. Uh, Matt, the second oldest club, the Cats of which AFL club based in Victorian port city sing their official team song to the tune of "Toreador" from Carmen?
2: Hmm, I haven't heard that one in a geelong time.
0: Geelong <laughs> is correct. Neil. What is the nickname for the AFL team that uses We're a Happy Team at Hawthorne?
3: Uh, Hawthorne Hawks.
0: That's correct. Okay. And Ken, what is the nickname of the AFL team that uses the Pride of Brisbane Town as their team song?
3: I have no
4: idea. The Swans.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that's the Lions. Jeff, what Weird Al parody states Al's desire not to become a beer-swigging hockey nut? Uh,
1: fight Night in Canada.
0: Sorry, Canadian Idiot. Matt. Releasing on International Talk Like a Pirate Day, Behind the Screens is the newest book by which author of Being Patrick Swayze?
2: <laughs> uh, Neil Fisker.
0: That's correct. Neil, Save Me by Remy Zero is the theme song for what mid-aughts action adventure show?
3: Ah, uh, Shirtless Tom Welling for Jeff. That would be Smallville.
0: <laughs> this correct. Ken, what avian play was the first written by Chekhov?
4: Um, the bird. The birds. Uh,
0: the, sorry, it's the seagull. <laughs> Jeff, on a scale from 1 to 10, how would Friedrich Moe's rate the hardness of appetite?
1: Oh, 10. Uh,
0: 5. Matt, <laughs> I'll Take My Steak Medium But Hold The Laces is a customization for a $64,000 menu item at which Chicago steakhouse named for the wearer of the size 11s included?
2: Uh, Michael Jordan's Steakhouse.
0: That's correct. Neil, <laughs> what is the only U.S. state where coffee can be grown?
2: Uh, wow, that's a good question. I will say,
3: Florida.
0: Sorry, Hawaii. Oh, no. Ken. In the Bengals' Manic Monday, which day does Belinda Carlisle wish it was? Tuesday, Friday, uh, <laughs>
5: Saturday.
0: <Sunday>. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Lyman was the first name of which author who wrote TikTok of Oz?
1: I don't know. Pass.
0: B. L. Frank Baum.
1: Oh. Matt. <laughs>
2: Which Dog.
0: element shares its symbol with a magazine published by Oprah?
2: <sighs> uh, Oprahnism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's also the name of her network.
2: Oxygen. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Uh, Neil, which of the five Marx brothers did not appear in movies?
2: Uh, let's see.
3: Uh, Groucho, Harpo. Uh, I'm gonna say Clyde.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Gummo. Yeah. Ken, what name Idiot. is given to the study of whales? The animal.
1: Whaleology.
0: Uh, sorry, it's cytology. I'm
1: Jeff. a whale biologist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeff, also home to Tatooine, which North African country did Dizzy Gillespie write about spinning a night in? Oh, Tunisia. Correct. Matt, the G310 is the latest 5G phone released by which Finnish tech company?
2: Finnish? Uh, Motorola. Uh,
0: Nokia. Nokia. Nope. Uh, Neil, which French chemist is known as the father of modern chemistry?
2: Um, oh,
3: not, not Francie, uh, Francois Periodic. Uh, Curie. Oh,
0: no. Uh, sorry, Antoine Lavoisier. And Ken, who was the first astronaut to appear in an episode of a Star
6: Trek series? Um, Buzz Aldrin.
0: Uh, sorry, Mae Jemison.
6: Hmm. And at the end of the hot seat round, Jeff has 100, Matt has 300, Neil has 200, and Ken has nothing. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia. First was the hot seat round. Each player received five questions worth 100 points each. Next, teams will be randomized with their hot seat scores combined and 1,000 points added to each team. Teams will receive up to four sets of three questions. Each team will answer the same questions and wager 100, 200, or 300 points on their confidence. They will gain or lose their wager based on whether they get it right or not. They will also bet those same values on how difficult they think it will be for their opponents. If their opponent gets it correct, they lose their wager. But if their opponent gets it wrong, they will win their bet. After four sets of questions, or when a team runs out of points, the first round will end with the team with fewer points being eliminated. At this point, the friends become the enemies. The remaining team will divide whatever points they have left and play again against each other with the same rules. In this round, locking in an answer will trigger a 30 second timer for the other player to register their answer. After four sets of questions, or when a player runs out of points, we will crown this week's Frenemy Champion. Now, let's start the show.
0: Welcome to Frenemy Trivia, where friends quickly become enemies. I'm your host, Brittany, and joining me is my co-host and best frenemy, Tim. Tim, how you doing and what you drinking today?
6: Brittany, it's been a good day. I got well rested. My kid let me sleep in, so I am excited for today's episode. I also had a uh, what we called a deconstructed crab boil for lunch, where it was like crab and corn and boiled potatoes, but they didn't want to put them all together. Uh, So it was delicious. I am loaded up on crab, and uh, I'm excited for this game tonight. I am drinking, this is from Three Daughters Brewing in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. It's the Circle Hooked Hazy IPA. Not my best one, but still.
0: I'm counting down the days to where you have a decent beer on the show and so far the tally marks are ever increasing
6: i have brilliant beers on the show you
0: have ipas every single time i'm waiting for you to have a beer i'm jealous of basically
6: uh i mean if you're expecting stouts and porters then that'll probably not be till next season when it actually gets cold they're winter beers.
0: they're delicious are all year round
6: they are entirely too heavy for uh a a summer day it is 95 degrees here in north carolina
0: well speaking of 95 degrees there in north carolina let's leave north carolina and move over to chicago illinois where we're going to meet most of our guests today you heard them in the hot seat but let's talk to them individually now first up we have jeff in chicago illinois jeff how you doing what you drinking and who would you consider your frenemy
1: Oh, that, those are several questions, and my ADHD made me forget all of them. But um, <laughs> I think I'm doing well. Um, okay. This evening, I'm drinking a fine uh, 2023 uh, Chateau Lacroix uh, berry-flavored uh, sparkling water uh, from the Target. Um, I, I think this is uh, required now, right? So hold on. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's a little, beautiful pop. Get a little Foley going. Um, and, I and he's uh, been um, here i'm good i'm excited to be here um i don't remember what the other question was but
0: uh who would you consider your frenemy
1: ah yes yes my frenemy um i think i have a good friendly rivalry with the uh the gentleman who you are uh, gonna introduce soon here uh sitting across the table from me ken so <laughs> call it, it immediately well, well you know
0: <laughs> well let's make our way a little bit back towards the east coast and by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit into parts unknown of Maryland. We meet up with Matt. Matt, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your friend of uh, me?
2: I'm doing pretty well. Uh, today I am drinking a truly mango. It's delicious. I already opened it and drank half of it because that's the kind of day it's been. It's 100 degrees here. It's hot everywhere. Uh, very fun. I'd say my friend of me right now is the weatherman because he keeps uh, predicting things I don't enjoy
0: i i think we're all frenemies with the weatherman so um and i support it but and let's... cats
6: the weatherman and cats
0: Oh, that you're saying i support cats and i was like yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> um but let's go back to cooler climbs, uh slightly back in chicago where we talk to neil neil how you doing what you drinking and who would you consider your frenemy
3: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here. Uh, today, what you're going to be getting is a uh, dark roast decaf blend from Uncommon Grounds in Saugatuck, Michigan, pouring into the mug here.
0: <laughs> I think that's right. our first pour, and I love it.
3: <laughs> Unfortunately, I guess you can't tell if it's a pour or not. It doesn't it sound like so one. Anyway, uh, that was, yeah, the Uncommon Grounds uh, dark roast there. And Don't uh, take
4: the mic into the bathroom with you, please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what it sounded like um but uh yeah i think i'm excited to be here and my frenemy uh i will say uh i'm gonna join the frenemy uh competition of sharpay and gabrielle in high school musical the trilogy uh but i'm just gonna say i'm a frenemy of myself sometimes i love myself sometimes i hate myself and that's just my life so oh,
0: wow. there you go uh, yeah, i'm or here well. for it. i really thought you were gonna declare sharpay evans your frenemy there for a second <laughs> i was like bold move but i i, I support it
6: well, thank you. Uh, she wants it all. That's what she sings about. Does, so I, I, and
0: she really gets villainized more than she should. So I agree. She's a star.
6: I, yeah. I, and, I, and I think it was the uh, the sage philosopher Lit who said, it's no surprise to me that I am my own worst frenemy.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think you that is visit? correct. That's a song me and sure. Neil covered in our cover band.
3: We oh, had oh, a cover band nice. called Vinnie Barbarino's Dream Machine, and that was one of the four <laughs> songs we knew how to play.
0: I love it. And speaking of cover bands, before we meet our last guest today, I will go ahead and give a shout out to uh, the Dadbods, who I don't even think they're really that much of a cover band, but they are dropping their debut AP here in a couple of days uh, from time of recording. So we'll just shout out the Dadbods because it sounds fascinating. (laughs) Um, But speaking of things that sound fascinating, let's meet our last guest today. I'm glad Ken. you didn't
5: say
4: speaking of dad bods. <laughs> I, I,
0: I wasn't. Gonna, but it's, a, it's
1: an I'm audio a, medium. i a physical um, I'll have you know. More like daddy bods. <laughs> <That's
6: right. laughs> more like zaddy bods.
0: <laughs> uh, Ken, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy?
4: I'm great. Uh, one good turn deserves another. So I am sipping on a
3: berry lecha. I'll do the... There you go, Ken. Let me help you out, Ken. Hold on. That was...
1: <laughs> There you go. Uh,
3: it has, uh,
1: that has uh. That sip sounded like what if drinking were a fart noise.
4: <laughs> it's uh, a natu- It's naturally berry essence, so it has some hints of berry and tannins. And okay. my uh, my frenemy, uh, I'll throw it back to Jeff, the only man I could spend weeks with, and also just kind of throw barbs at the entire time, but not be mad at.
0: Him. Aww. It was nice.
2: nice. Oh, this is gonna be such and a good held, episode. And we held
4: hands in Japan.
0: <laughs> you held hands yep.
4: in Japan. We we walked miles and miles and miles together. <laughs> so his hand. So occasionally our hands would like brush each other's, and every time they did, I would hold my hand out and wait for him to grab it. And usually he didn't, but there was a moment.
1: He got away for the right time. Yeah. You <laughs> oh, can't just it
3: moments, with Ken and
0: Jeff. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: This is what happens when you get us after a full day recording. It's just (laughs) everything's unfiltered, let loose.
0: You know, it's beautiful because this is actually only our second episode recording before the sun goes down. Um, And that was also a really fun episode when we did that one. (laughs) There's something about the midday chaos, which I love, but also doesn't quite drive me to drink. But I am hydrating with something today, and that something is from Sonic. So I'm just going to shake the cup. Because I can't really make noises with it. Okay, so shaken cup done for Foley sounds. Uh, But I am currently finishing up one of their Red Bull slushies, which sounded pretty good and necessary today because I did not get a well-rested night of sleep. Um, But... Uh, when I finish that, I have a vanilla cherry Dr. Pepper that I'll be switching to. So
2: mm, if
0: Sonic wants to sponsor us, we're easy. So
2: <laughs> That's their slogan too, right? the <laughs>
1: like morning of the Bengals, Ken, that you blew earlier. <laughs> yeah, well. My questions
4: were hard.
6: Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I got you. a lot of
1: your your questions.
4: I don't so worry you.
0: I will say that that that, uh, one,
4: that one was question... the one I could have gotten. Admittedly, but the the other four, not well, n- no chance.
2: I'm inducted into the softball hall of fame later on today. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: I uh, I did admittedly take that Bengals question almost directly from ken jennings trivia almanac uh, but i thought a ken for a ken so well i don't know
4: things ken jennings knows <laughs> no it's one a does a whole different genre <laughs> of ken that you're talking about
3: here so you are you are enough
0: that one that, that ken jennings trivia almanac that one mm-hmm. was yesterday's question
3: it's neil's book i didn't read it we have the book here in the studio for when we get angry at our frenemies and we slap them across the face with it <laughs> it's a good to
0: slap with yeah um <laughs>
3: You, you, think a read? Boy. you think I read?
1: Sometimes. Okay.
2: Just Neil's I mean, book over and over. Yeah,
1: right. That's why we really like his new book, which is mostly pictures.
0: <laughs> I pre-ordered that new book today because oh, well, I meant you. to do that the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I never did that." So um, I know virtually nothing about the shows in the book, but I'm hoping it'll teach me some things, or at least proper architecture.
3: It will. It'll teach you a lot of good trivia nuggets for when you play trivia. So speaking I don't of, think of nuggets. <laughs>
0: i thought you were having chicken nuggets or something i was like okay (laughs) uh but you know what i'm so glad you're all here i cannot wait to see how this game goes so let's get started today's matchup is gonna be jeff and matt who have chosen what team name
2: urban legend outfitters
0: love it and they will be taking on the team of neil and ken who have chosen the name
4: Bed, Bath, and Body Horror. Are you saying
0: Body Horror or Body Horror?
4: Body Horror. 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 Double (laughs) R-O-R.
0: Okay. We (laughs) got to correct
4: (laughs) that Body
3: Horror. (laughs) Cronenberg. Okay. David Cronenberg. Yeah. Cronenberg uh, Jr. We're
0: correcting our spellings now.
3: And I know Tim isn't playing, but if he had a team name with the tank tops and the fact he's eating crab today, he is the true My Name is Earl Crabman. So that's what you are today. (laughs)
6: Well, the team of Urban Legend Outfitters is going to start with 1,400 points, while Bed Bath & Body Horror will start with 1,200. Okay, not bad. I appreciate Matt's softball playing career.
2: (laughs) Hit a few dingers.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll see if y'all continue to hit dingers as we go into our first section. The categories for our first set are A Dutch Boy in Literature, Graham's space jam and science and actors who are probably immortal in people. Go ahead and send Tim your wagers.
6: And Brittany, I do have everybody's wagers locked in.
0: Perfect. Thanks, Tim. So your first question today is in a Dutch boy in literature. The Disney channel original movie Brink is an homage and modern retelling of which children's novel by Mary Mapes Dodge, which featured the hero of Harlem, aka the Little Dutch Boy. The name Hans was updated to Andy for the film, and the setting was updated to L.A., which was a much warmer climate.
2: Oh, Neil loves Brink. I it's do David. love Brink. <laughs>
6: do you really? I do yeah, love Brink. Talks yeah, about it all so the does, time.
1: So does my fiance. We bought a copy at a yard sale for like two dollars <laughs> on DVD not that long ago, and I'm pretty sure we have one in the
2: basement already. Big Brink heads over here.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks like
1: we're locked in though.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, team Bed Bath and Body Horror have locked in. So Team Urban Legend Outfitters, you can talk this one out.
2: Ugh. I don't know this. Uh, what's was this the uh, Pied Piper situation? I don't. What does Brink do? Do the blades Blade Runners run after him? I'm not. He's sure. not
1: a. He's not a Blade Runner. He is a roller bladest. I believe is the correct <laughs> the term. The same people. Uh,
2: Maybe I'm wrong. Do you do you have any children's
1: novel? Hero of Harlem. I know who the hero of Brooklyn is.
2: Who? Spider Man. Oh yeah, (laughs) this is the amazing Spider Man, Uh, issue one, I believe. When Brink's uncle dies, right? (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. We don't. Uncle Brink. you know, with great rollerblading comes great responsibility. Hey,
3: Jeff, it's me, your Uncle Brink. You want to go skating? <laughs> it's,
4: a, it's a canon event. <laughs>
3: Lace them up, Jeff. We're going for a mile.
2: Yeah, it all sounds good. Uh, yep, I amazing mean, Spider Man issue was. <laughs> it, it all went well until the kid from Big Daddy threw the uh, <laughs>
1: thing underneath the rollerblades, and that's how Uncle Ben died. So, any thoughts? We said, uh, the amazing Spider-Man.
5: Okay.
0: You locking in with the amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, team bed, bath and body horror. What did you come up with?
3: So I do love the movie Brink, uh, as Matt mentioned, and I do love doing deep dives on, on Disney history on things that I like, like the, uh, the concert of Britney Spears on sync and <laughs> in 98 degrees from like 1998. But, um, but we locked in with Hans Brinker or the silver skates.
0: Okay. Locking in with Hans Brinker or the silver skates. What did you wager on yourself and your opponents
3: here? Uh, We wagered 200 on ourselves and 200 on our opponents.
2: We wagered 100 for us and 300 for them.
3: Okay, thank you.
0: Um, Well, one team actually got this right, and it was, in fact, the Amazing (laughs) Spider... No, it was Hans Brinker or the Silver Skates, Uh although I loved the take of the Amazing (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah, I actually stumbled across this when I was researching the little Dutch boy. And I, every time I saw the name Hans Brinker, I was like, Oh yeah. Like Andy Brinker from Brink. Right. <laughs> and then it actually was and I was like, well, okay. Uh, so Tim, what did that do to our scores?
6: Oh, we had a fun time. Uh, this, this really favored team bed bath and horror as they're going to pick up an 800 point swing 400 for them while Urban Legends lost 400. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Well, then that does bring us to question two in Graham's Space Jam, a science question. And uh, thank you to Jay Borsom for helping with the wording of this question. You need to know the average rate of star formation as a jumping off point for what equation named for its creator, which serves to estimate the number of extraterrestrial civilizations that might exist in our galaxy. Of course, you also need to know the percentage of stars with planets, the odds a planet can support life, the likelihood that a planet will develop life, the fraction of biospheres that develop intelligent life, the rate at which intelligent civilizations develop adequate technology, and how long such a civilization tends to broadcast. But some just chalk all of that up to God's plan.
4: Was there a question in there?
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, We are Um, looking for the name of the equation named for its creator
4: ah i see so uh jeff's in already
3: so uh what do you think hawking the sensation equation the hawking yeah maybe hawking hawking or einstein i would assume right yeah so we'll say uh hawking (laughs)
0: okay locking and hawking um team urban legend outfitters what did you come up with and what was your thought process
1: yeah, I was pretty sure um, before um, Divine Inspiration struck that this was the Drake Equation.
2: Yeah, and then I knew mm-hmm. it from uh, God's oh. plan that this was the Drizzy Equation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, uh, what would you wager? Sorry, I know how to host sometimes. Uh, what did you wager on yourself and your opponents here, Team Urban Legend Outfitters?
2: Uh, we wagered 300 for us and 200 on them
0: cool and bed bath and body horror
2: we wagered
3: uh 100 and 100 for both
0: okay well this is in fact the drake equation or drake's equation aka aubrey graham but not the same drake so uh team urban legend outfitters you got that one right tim how did that shake out in the scoring
6: Many of those 800 points were given back. Urban Legend Outfitters (laughs) will pick up 500 points, while Bed Bath & Body Horror will lose 200.
0: Okay, and taking us to question three of this set. In Actors Who Are Probably Immortal, a people question. Which actress, known for her recurring roles in two separate vampire TV shows, as well as appearing in Pretty Little Liars and currently in the main cast of Ava DuVernay's Queen Sugar, won a Teen Choice Award for movie fight scene for her role in Save the Last Dance. She was born in 1979, allegedly, and is also the stepsister of Beyoncé and Solange Knowles and the grandniece of Barry Gordy.
3: What about um, Um, something like that? 79?
2: uh, Save the Last Dance.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to go for Pretty Little Liars because Colleen watched that. Um,
2: I mean, who didn't? We can we can lock in because Jeff has an idea and I have no idea.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Team Urban Legend Outfitters are locked in. So, bad bath and body horror. Talk it out.
2: So
3: you're you're thinking maybe Gabby Union or Gabrielle Union? Um
4: I don't call her Gabby. That's just how I wrote it because it's shorter.
2: <laughs> I thought you were friends. I wish. She's your friend of me, from what I heard.
4: But yeah, she, we we were kind of frenemies. Kind of towards the end of our relationship, when we had respect, even though I stole her cheer, (laughs) (laughs) we had a mutual respect for one another. We became frenemies.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: What do you What do you think, Neil?
3: Um, well, I'm just trying to go through the so Pretty Little Liars, um, Shay Mitchell, um,
4: vampire TV shows, Buffy.
3: Yeah, there's Buffy, um, Uh, True Blood, Vampire Diaries, True Blood. Uh, but Barry the Barry Gordy thing is is uh messing with me um, I wouldn't go too hard on that there is there's an actress who's on mm. I think both of them um are there jeopardy rules on this
0: uh yeah you can give last name only that's fine I'm assuming that's what you mean by jeopardy rules
3: yeah, yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> um I, the last name Lawson's coming to me I can I don't know if it's Bree Lawson bianca or Bridget but I think it's Lawson. Uh and it kind of fits the category. All right. Well. Yeah, I let's lock so. it in. Cool. Let's talk it
0: in. So locking in Lawson? Yes. Okay. Uh team Urban Legend Outfitters, go ahead and talk this out with your thought process.
1: Um, well, I'm feeling pretty good right now because uh I thought it was
2: Bianca Lawson.
0: Okay. And what'd you wager on yourself and your opponents here?
2: We wagered one hundred for us and one hundred for them.
0: Okay, and no, we Tim couldn't do that no, because we
2: already used one hundred. We <laughs> wagered two hundred for us and one hundred for them.
0: Okay, Tim approves that plan. Um, and Neil and Ken, what did you wager on yourself and your opponents here? Three and three,
4: right? Three and three.
0: Okay. Well, uh, allegedly she's forty-four. Uh, She did play Kendra in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was Emily Bennett in The Vampire Diaries. She was the rival to Julia Stiles in Save the Last Dance. And she has not aged since 1997, I swear. Uh, But it is Bianca Lawson, wow, who I did learn was now stepsister of Beyonce and Solange because her dad married their mom and... And uh, her mom was the niece of Barry Gordy. So
3: So you're saying she's a vampire?
0: I think she might be, honestly. Like, legit, okay. immortal Not, somehow.
2: She's also <laughs> cousins with first. LMFAO, I believe that makes sense. Is it.
0: she? Yeah,
2: because they're That's
3: awesome. LOL, Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, both teams did get that one correct, but it comes down to wagers. So, Tim, why don't you sum that one up for us?
6: Uh, Urban Legend Outfitters are going to pick up 100 points in that question and 200 points in the section overall. Uh, Team Bed, Bath, and Body Horror pushed 300 each way on that one, but they also picked up 200. We're going to party rock on to the second uh, second section with Urban Legend Outfitters at 1,600 and Bed, Bath, and Body Horror at 1,400.
0: Thanks, Tim. That does take us out of section one. And as we go into section two, here are our categories for this section. Maybe there was a better movie title, but it was the 80s in movies, wild times in toys and games, and they like tab and Mountain Dew in television. Go ahead and send Tim your wagers.
2: These are all in their wheel. Yeah. (laughs) I I haven't
1: known
4: any of these. I'm getting like beat
1: up, especially your uh, hot seat questions.
2: <laughs> this is gonna be like in terrorist house. And,
4: and any any questions that have been asked to me in directly, I house. have not known the answers to.
2: <laughs> in in
1: terrorist house, that's great. Is what that...
6: is your name? <laughs> Shit, I know this. <laughs> Weasel. I, I, I feel like you at least knew two of the three like introduction questions. How you're That's doing, yours. what you're drinking. You may yeah, not yeah, have known yeah. your frenemy, but you knew two of the three. Yeah,
0: He seemed really solid about his frenemy, though.
6: I know. I know, I know where we stand. <laughs> we bully
3: each other, but out of love. You bully each other, and then you hold hands. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Like like any good relationship, it's very passionate both ways.
6: <laughs> we sent ours in. All right, Brittany, both teams have their wagers in.
0: Thanks, Tim. So in section two, your first question is maybe there was a better movie title, but it was the 80s in movies. James Cameron penned the first draft of what 1985 action sequel, which was set to cast John Travolta as the titular character sidekick. The actor in the title role would be responsible for the rest of the screenplay.
3: All right. uh, Ken and I um, discussed, and we think we have a strong guest, so we're going to lock in.
0: Okay. Team Bed, Bath & Body Horror has locked in. Team Urban Legend Outfitters, Mm. you may talk this out.
2: All right. So they're locked in. Um, I think we're looking at a particular talented writer, actor, um, person of many interests, Sylvester Stallone here. And we're torn between a Rocky and a Rambo. Um, We're leaning towards Rambo, you think?
1: I, I do. Um, not just in honor of your cat, um, I think that First Blood Part 2 would be really funny if James Cameron worked on it, so
2: I, I like Rambo. Mm-hmm. Rambo First so, or Blood. Or Slice
1: Alone. right? We gotta go with the actor for the title role, so. Yeah. You're naming the movie.
2: Yeah, Rambo First Blood Part 2.
0: Okay, locking in Rambo First Blood Part 2. And... Team Bed, Bath, and Body Horror, what was your thought process? What did you lock in with, and what did you wager on yourself and your opponents?
3: Yeah, we think um, after he probably wrote Piranha 2, um, Cameron wrote Rambo, First Blood, Part 2. And uh, we wagered 300. And on our competitors, we said that uh, we'd have 200 on them.
2: And we wagered 100 and 100.
0: Okay. Well, uh... Tim actually wrote this question and I completely forgot that your cat's name was Rambo. Um, but <laughs> this was not meant to be the <laughs> swing right mm. in Matt's wheelhouse again.
1: Games that uh, are in Matt's wheelhouse
3: for <laughs> 400 Matt is an industry plant is what we've learned. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm. But I hope Rambo's doing well, honestly. Uh, he's a marvelous cat.
2: He's past 30 pounds. He's doing amazing. He's living <laughs> his best <laughs> cat life.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that tubby. Tubby guy. Um, so this was in fact Rambo First Blood Part 2. James Cameron pinned the first draft. Sylvester Stallone wrote the rest of
4: it. Yeah, hey, going will fix this thing I'm up. i right? I'm I'm
0: right? I'm I'm it, it up a little
5: bit. <laughs> Let me do my survival, right?
0: Um, both teams got this one correct, but Tim, what did their wagers make happen with math?
6: Yeah, specifically, John Travolta was supposed to play like his techie sidekick. I <laughs> don't know how that works. Oh my god, the computer's not working. I'm in the chair.
1: I'm like, we only got four gig of RAM. <laughs> oh
3: god,
4: John
6: Rambo, the peeling off my fingertips. Hey, but yeah, fun. Urban Legend Outfitters are gonna push a hundred points right back to themselves. Uh, Bed Bath and Horror Body Horror are going to pick up a hundred on that one.
0: Okay, well that does bring us to question number two in Wild Times in Toys and Games. In what is probably the most 90s commercial ever, the actresses behind Topanga Lawrence, Stephanie Tanner, and Alex Mack starred together in an advertisement for what toy with thousands of rubber filaments around a rubber core, but adding faces, arms,
3: and legs? Oh, I know this one. Oh, oh. is it that?
4: A oh. kind of that?
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I
4: but it's got to have uh faces, arms, legs, so like or something like that.
3: Yeah, something like that cuz I don't think it would be uh Yeah, I think you're on the right track cuz I it's not that second one. Um yeah, let's just go with yours. Which one? Um is that a real thing? I'm oh.
4: Just guessing. It's got to be something like that, right? What
3: if you just say that first word?
4: I think that will not be enough.
2: <laughs> was enough for? Rosie. We know exactly what you're talking about.
4: <laughs> uh, let's say, kush okay.
2: Everyone in the studio.
1: All right, we're locked in. Yeah, um, we think that
2: this okay. describes no, the kush. Uh, so right? we're Cush looking ball. in the kush family, right? I
1: Matt thinks it's kushlings, and do. I'm pretty sure they went with alliteration. Originally, I was thinking it was Kush Kids, but I'm pretty sure it's Kushkins as in like your kin. Koosh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s, and alliteration was everywhere. Is that one word, No, no, two words. Koosh Kins. You, you gotta have the, the double K alliteration. It's gross. This is the 90s. Think, we'll see you.
2: I think you're wrong, but we can go with your answer, and then I will lord it over you for the rest of you the episode. You will be frenemies. <laughs> this one, this on I'm
4: Jeff's, I'm Jeff's ve- uh, Venn diagram of friends enemies and frenemies <laughs> that
2: was so we lost Matt that.
0: okay welcome back Matt
4: on <laughs> Jeff's Venn diagram of friends enemies and frenemies you will move to the enemy side right, What's let's, going go, on let's continue anyways uh, we said Koosh Pals I hope it's not kushkins. Kins that's gross
0: okay so just Urban Legend Outfitters, you locked in with Koosh Kins. Yes. And Bed Bath and Body Horror, you're locking in with Kush Pals. Yes. Okay. Bed Bath and Body Horror, what did you wager on yourself and your opponents here?
3: 100 for both of us.
0: And uh, Urban Legend outfiel- Outfielders. We wagered. <laughs>
2: We wagered 200 for us and 300 for them.
0: Okay. Well, now correct me if I'm wrong, but Matt and Jeff, you were fighting with each other over Kushlings versus Kushkins.
1: Yes. Kushkins and Kushkins, right? No, no. Kushlings and Kushkins.
0: Well, what if baby. I were to tell you both would have been acceptable? Oh. <laughs> have we saved Ooh. your friendship?
2: Yeah, Yeah. we can be friends for 10 more minutes. Originally, I
1: thought the the Venn diagram of us being friends and enemies was a perfect circle, but fortunately (laughs) we've been spared.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, it was Cushlings or Cushkin.
1: That was
4: not a third name that they were known by. Unfortunately not. But you could be pals with them,
3: so. Getting that wrong was such a punch in the
1: couche. (laughs) 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 Uh, couche. I'll show you what it feels like.
0: Yeah, Tim, we should absolutely link the episode and link the video in the show notes for this one because um it's it is pretty an fantastic.
6: incredibly 90s commercial because it's danielle fishel it's uh uh stephanie I can't, tanner jody sweeten and i i can't pronounce the name Alexa of the Olenek? Of the yes it is the 3 of them they are in complete 90s garbage is that like the peak of the 90s when they are all popular so they are wearing denim
1: overalls you have like a button <laughs> down well. like like striped shirt with like the sleeves rolled up right
6: yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 post the commercial cuz it is an incredible piece of mm-hmm. art but uh officially the commercial was for Kushlings but i was researching it and it looks like Kushling and Kushkin are the same thing
0: Because Jeff is right, the alliteration was everything in the 90s. Um, but they were also specifically the Wild Times cushlings that they were advertising because they looked just like us. Um
6: (laughs) (laughs) That stinks and I don't like it.
0: (laughs) Uh speaking of things you might not like, Tim, what did our scores do?
6: Yeah, that was a painful uh... A painful moment for Team Bed, Bath, and Horror. They lost 200, but more importantly, Urban Legend Outfitters picked up 500 on that one. I still don't think I understand the scoring, but I'm just going to go with it.
1: (laughs) 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 To be fair, Neil, you don't understand the scoring on our show, and it's 10 (laughs) points per question.
0: (laughs) Well, This one, you get points for the ones that you get right, but you lose points for the ones that your opponents get right. And mm. then you lose points for what you get wrong and
6: you lose points. You gain points when your opponents are wrong. So the ideal <laughs> scenario is you get it right and they get it wrong because then they lose both of their wagers and you get ah. both of your wagers.
3: So if we if we wager 300 on ourselves, we wager 100 on them. They get it right. We're going to lose 100 if we get it right. We'll get what 200. I don't
4: understand about the gameplay is what do I have to do to get Matt's questions?
0: <laughs> well, technically, You're all they're getting all, the same all your questions, questions right now. <laughs> so, um, but I think you have to swap places with Matt for like...
3: You have to trade lives. Yeah. Speaking it's of the like 90s, a little Freaky Friday action here, yeah.
0: Well, let's finish out this section, shall we? And they like Tab and Mountain Dew in television. Uh, what adult animated sitcom by Adam de la Pena run, ran for two seasons in two, 2007 and 2008? The show followed Slacker Dave and his high-strung friend Jerry, who both work for the fictional company Game Looks
4: like this is at least in uh, Neil's wheelhouse,
2: so looks like we're good to lock in.
0: Okay, y'all are locked in. And Team mm-hmm. Urban Legend Outfitters, you may talk it out
2: Yeah, I remember seeing this show promoted heavily on either Netflix or Hulu. Every time you locked in, it was kind of the show that was promoted. Um, I'm 99% sure it's called Code Monkeys. Uh, Are you okay with us locking that in, Jeff? Yeah,
1: I'll trust you on that one. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, it was one of the dying shows on G4. Uh, We can go Code Monkeys.
0: Okay. Uh, Locking in Code Monkeys. Bed, Bath, and Body Horror, what did you come up with?
3: We said the same thing. We think it is Code Monkeys.
0: Okay. And what'd you wager on yourself and your opponents here?
3: We wagered 200 on
2: ourselves and 300 on our opponents.
0: Okay. And Urban Legend Outfitters, what'd you wager?
2: We wagered 300 on ourselves and 200 on our opponents.
0: Okay. Well, uh, they like Fritos, they like Tab Mountain Dew. They are the Code Monkeys. i
4: would say yay but i think our wagering fucked us over i I, i'll
3: just tell you right now audience everyone in this room uh, over the internet none of our wagering is gonna matter because i don't know what i'm doing i'm just trying to answer the questions so they're gonna they're gonna beat us matt's got an inside track he's slipping them 20s (laughs) oh
0: man well uh tim that does bring us to the end of section two what did our scores look like at the end
6: Uh, So, uh, that was a really good round for Urban Legend Outfitters, who picked up a total of 600 points, it looks like. Uh, Meanwhile, Bed Bath & Body Horror reverted back to their original score. So we enter round three with a score of Urban Legend Outfitters with 2200, and Bed Bath & Body Horror at 1200. This is
4: not good, (laughs) Neil.
0: Okay, well, as we enter section three, your categories are Where is the Prince in Religion and Mythology? Where is Steve in Video Games? And Hope You Brought Your Passport in Geography.
3: Pick your
6: poison, religion or geography? <laughs> right, easy. One, two, three. Matt, right in a row. <laughs> all right, Brittany, all the wagers are in.
0: Okay, great. So your first question is, where is the prince in religion and mythology? According to First Kings, which Phoenician princess, queen consort of Israel, and great-aunt of Dido was pushed out of the window by her eunuchs, marking one of the earliest recorded deaths by defenestration. A rendering of her was painted by John Liston by- Byam Shaw in the 19th century, and she shares her name with a feminist news site as
2: well. <laughs> is it really we can lock this one in could it be it is it is is this a a callback this is our this is a callback
1: to an episode of our show
3: well right this is actually a nickname we called jeff behind the scenes (laughs) (laughs) we're locked in over here
0: okay beth Beth, and body are locked in
1: funny little story i wrote a question about this woman um for a recent episode of triviality that i hosted um i believe this is jezebel matt
2: As Jim Ross said, "Damn that Jezebel." (laughs) Yeah, we we also think it is Jezebel.
0: Um. And what did you think about your wagers?
3: Our wagers are two hundred for ourselves, uh, and three hundred for them. Son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Is that bad? I don't know. Well,
2: (laughs) we wagered one hundred for ourselves and three hundred for them. So we did not trust their religion. We're, We're good. We're good.
0: Uh, It was, in fact, Jezebel, which, fun fact, translates to where is the prince? So, (laughs) um, Tim, I don't think that went points-wise well for either team, but you want to confirm that for us?
6: Yeah, so it wasn't good for either uh, team, but it was better for Bed, Bath, and Body Horror. Uh, Because of wagering, Urban Legend Outfitters lose 200, while Bed, Bath, and Body Horror only lose 100. We're bleeding out here. Yeah, As long as we bleed out slowly, not fast, I'm okay.
0: (laughs) Well, your next question is, where is Steve in video games? Name two of the three dimensions in Minecraft. One is the main play area, one is a hell-like underworld, and one is found at the conclusion of the game.
2: All right, Matt, you have children in the house. This is your question. I texted you what I thought about this (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll give you a little foley on the updates of my drink. (laughs) That helps.
0: (laughs) Liquid everywhere.
6: (laughs) I just want to say, can we have the four of you on every episode? Because I, I... I feel like I feel like the four of you would make a great podcast together. Mm -hmm. You should should really look into it.
3: (laughs) Maybe maybe we should start one.
1: (laughs) This is this is this is it. This is our origin story since we can't remember it. (laughs) We have to name two. Is that correct?
2: Two of the three. Yeah. Well, you can name one. I think so. For you. We're locked in with nothing.
4: Good good to know. I have never seen. I stay as far away from Minecraft as I can.
3: Um, I don't even don't even show me the answer. Okay. (laughs) I do, too. but I guess if we're going to talk here... Um, yeah, I, I feel like I I'm a in a whole underworld right Serbia. now. <laughs> <laughs> Cerberus is just tearing you to pieces. I know. Ken and I both have our our you know copper pieces or whatever to give to the guy at the River Sticks just to take us to the underworld. Um, but uh, thank you to our friend, mutual friend, Mark P. Smith. His kids were obsessed with Minecraft. I believe one is called The End, uh, and the other one's called The Nether. So that's what we're going to lock in with.
0: Okay, going with Nether and End. And... Urban legend outfitters, what did you go with?
2: Yeah. Um we had uh two answers here. We said Hades and we said Avengers Endgame.
0: <laughs> Going for the expansion packs, I see. I
4: see Matt I see Matt tunes it out as well.
0: <laughs> I mean you can get if you
3: he, phone a friend, phone a child I was like, I don't
0: think we've ever used phone a child before but... for 25
2: yeah, you, to... say, you can phone a child for trivia no, then you gotta phone Chris Hansen that's the
1: second call <laughs> and, uh... you, you phone a child, we phone Chris Hansen that's what
3: and, Matt, I'm going to need you to take a seat here uh, we've had reports that your cat is showing their butthole to the camera and you're paying kids quarters for trivia answers
4: how old is that cat? not old enough
5: right?
3: <laughs> Why is there a bag of condoms on your on your
5: oh, <laughs> McDonald's? Oh, McDonald's. <laughs>
0: I don't remember where we were at this point, but um, Urban well, Legend that. Outfitters. What did you wager on yourselves and your opponents here?
2: Uh, where that's you guys. Oh, yeah, do, I was just saying, right? excuse you, uh, Matt. What did <laughs> we wager <on> this? <laughs> this is the Nether Realm right now. We wagered uh two hundred on us and one hundred on them. Ah.
0: Okay. And Bed Bath and Body Horror, what did you wager on yourselves and your opponents here? Uh,
3: We put 300 on ourselves, 200 on them. This could be huge. This could be huge.
0: It could be huge uh, because there were three possible worlds. One of them was the overworld, which was the main world. And then the other two were the nether and the end
4: Mm. Neil, I just want to say your performance in this game has been amazing. <laughs> well, mine has been miserable.
3: That's alright. We're a team right now. As long as you keep your hands under the Here, table near my, me, here's I'm here's happy. My strategy. <laughs> here's my
4: strategy. Coast on Neil's uh, tailcoats, and then when we ultimately co- face uh, each other co- yeah, coattails, and then when we face each other in the
3: final, then I'm going I'm to... That's them. a real like reality TV way of doing things, which is smart. I would play it that way yeah. if I was you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, um, after all that, Tim, numbers seem irrelevant, but we do have to present them. So, I mean, I suppose we don't have to. It's our podcast, but go ahead and do it anyway.
6: Could just do the podcast for fun, you know? Bed, Bath, and Horror thought they were pretty much out of it, but they're now only down 100 after that question (laughs) uh, because they picked up 500 there while Urban Legend Outfitters lost 300.
4: Inflicting a little body horror on the other team, I'll say. (laughs)
0: Yeah. They'll have to outfit somehow. I don't know. I, I don't well, know. Exactly we'll, <laughs> we'll outfit
3: ourselves with their skin. <laughs> Someone say it was Kefka-esque,
2: to... I believe.
0: Well, I hope you brought your passport for this geography question. The Hotel Arbez is located in a tiny village called La Pure on an international border. It was used as the site of the Evian Accords in 1962, resulting in Algerian independence from the host country which two countries does the hotel hotel Arbez straddle the bar being in the Western country entirely and the bed in the honeymoon suite being bisected by the border.
1: Matt. No, oh, we got it. Just shooting out
3: my ass here. What about that bottom?
2: We got it. We're locked in. Jeff sounds yeah, confident.
4: Well, one is not a country. What did
3: I? Oh, I <laughs> guess. It, yeah. Hold on. How about.
0: So Jeff and Matt, are you locking in?
2: Yeah, we're locked. Okay, in. cool. Uh,
0: Ken and Neil, you can talk out
3: your thoughts.
2: Resulting in
4: Algerian independence from the host country, Algerian.
3: This has to do something with. uh, How about uh,
4: Casablanca? Belgium and France, or you you like you like North Africa? Well, I'm thinking North
3: African thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you have well Evian, the water. I don't think it's related to the water, but those are the mountains in France or whatever, right? So no,
1: it's just Morocco spelled
3: backwards. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, Morocco and And whatever's next to Morocco, right? Yeah.
4: Is that France?
1: Well, West Morocco. <laughs> South <laughs> Morocco. Let's,
4: let's just, look, look, let's just pick two countries that we know are bordering each other. Belgium and France. Belgium and France.
1: Okay.
0: Mm. Locking in Belgium and France.
1: If only. Uh so uh we said France and Switzerland. Mmm. Mm. Okay, very and what did you say for your wagers? Very neutral. Oh, I don't remember. What did we say, Matt? 300.
2: We neutral, a neutral 300.
4: is a great place to host an accord. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we wagered 300 and 200 on them. Uh,
3: and we were very neutral. We, we put 100 on us and 100 on them.
0: Okay, well, um, as an extra fun fact, when France banned smoking in 2008, the hotel had to ban public smoking specifically in the dining room. Because they couldn't keep the smoke out of France from Switzerland. So, it is France and Switzerland.
2: Well done, Jeff. Wow, And,
4: you know, supposedly Matt.
2: I did not know anything about that. Well done, Jeff. Jeff. Good job, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Algeria um, was... uh... A colony of France. So. Yes. Well, we got the France part. Yeah, we knew that part. <laughs> for any anyone listening to... I'm glad to, you just didn't say France and the Netherlands, which <laughs> you'd think they border, but they don't.
3: For anyone listening, uh, it's hard to even look at Matt because he's in complete darkness like he's on he's a Chris Hansen lit. episode like uh, age <laughs> 27. I- <laughs>
2: that's what it looks like. It's poor lighting. Can't lie. It's a den. What do you want? <laughs> Better, Better lighting. Better lighting. lighting and
0: I can't. Not look. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Tim, what I want is the scores.
6: Well, before you get to the scores, I want to visit the hotel that borders and that sits in both France and Morocco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We
4: never at any point said France and Morocco. You You were, you did, you did.
0: You said what
1: borders Morocco? France? That they bordered though they had mentioned them adjacent i
4: said maybe morocco and the country next to morocco and then we said no let's pick two countries that oh, we okay. know border each other with France well.
6: we'll go to the tape later Run it but, back. Uh,
4: you, you edit this right check when you edit it if he runs it back though I... you're gonna feel so silly later uh,
3: i think it might have been me so we'll see it might have been me saying it
6: A lot of those points that Bed Bath and Body Horror made up, they did give (sighs) back. Uh, They push, or they lost two hundred of their own points, while Urban Legend Outfitters gained five hundred. We enter the final section of questions with Urban Legend Outfitters leading Bed Bath and Body Horror. It's twenty two hundred to fourteen hundred,
0: but it's still anyone's game. So we're
6: creeping. We're creeping.
0: Back to Minecraft. Um no, so your section four categories are everybody hates him in sports, waiting in the strings in music, and undone by Buttermilk Creek in history. Mm. Go ahead and send Tim your wagers.
6: Let's tell think it helps me All right, Brittany. I have the wagers, so let's kick off this final section.
0: ok, thanks, Tim. Uh, so, in section four, your first question is, everybody hates him in sports. The Dream Team was the nickname given to the 1992 U.S. Men's Olympic Basketball Team. The team featured 12 players. 11 of those players were NBA stars at the time. Who was the collegiate athlete that rounded out the team?
2: We can lock in. People, oh People good. do hate this man.
0: Okay, uh, I heard Neil say we can lock in. So, Matt and Jeff, talk it out. Well,
2: it's not Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Magic. No, I won't. I won't say all of them. It's uh, Ewing, Christian Laettner, right? Barkley, yes, Christian Laettner, so. Duke legend, instigator, Christian Laettner, yeah, locking in. Okay, so yeah, locking
5: had,
0: in with Christian Laettner.
3: He had so much potential. Uh, if only he didn't share Matt's personality. We said Christian Laettner.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, what'd you say for your wagers?
3: We went uh, 100 for us,
2: 300 for them.
0: Okay. And uh, other team? Wait, backwards?
2: You put 300, 300 on us? You disrespect my sports Did you do knowledge? that backwards?
3: Oh, I, I, yeah, I no, did it backwards. No, no, he said yeah, it out okay. loud. That's, uh, Tim, I did, did he say it backwards? <laughs> no, I, he, Tim has the correct ones, but I, you're right. I did it backwards. It should be he one, he two, three. You logicked it backwards. I logicked it backwards, yeah.
2: Mm, that's a shame because uh, we wagered <laughs> 200 on us, 200 on them.
0: Okay. Um. And Tim, I'm going to let you get the answer in flavor text on this one because you wrote this whole thing, including the clue category. And I'm proud of you.
6: Yeah, this was a rare occasion where I wrote the clue category, but this is a, a double reference because of the Chris Rock TV show, Everybody Hates Chris, and the ESPN 30 for 30 called I Hate Christian Leitner. Uh, this is Christian Leitner. Mm-hmm.
3: There was also another Chris on the Dream Team. Does everyone know that, Chris?
6: Weber? Mm, let, me, let
3: me
2: mull it over.
3: Yeah, Chris Mullen.
6: Oh. Nice flat top. Oh.
3: I, ha- I had the flat top. I
0: was going to say Christopher Columbus, so I was <laughs> way
1: off. <laughs> Noted Dream <laughs> Team point guard. And Goonies writer.
0: <laughs> That's the better of the Chris Columbuses by like a long shot. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know why I let you k- stop talking, Tim, because you also have the score update, so.
6: Well, don't tell um, us, please. <laughs> Urban Legend Outfitters are going to push their points right back to them where Bed Bath and Body Horror made a mistake and gave up 200 on that one.
0: Bringing them to a total of...
6: Oh, yeah, we do that in the final section, yeah. don't we? Uh, we do. So Urban Legend Outfitters have 2200. Bed Bath and Body Horror has 1200.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Tim. And we move on to Waiting in the Strings, a music question. And I apologize for the butchery of these names I am about to do, but I'm trying my best. Luka Sulik and Stepjan Hauser were a duo that originated from Zagreb that mostly play covers of well-known songs on which instrument, also played by Pal Casals and Zoe Keating and One Kid in High School Musical.
3: (laughs) We can lock in.
2: (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Neil? <Mean>. <laughs> I got it from the high school musical. Oh, such a big step the Hauser fan. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. That's some. Well, Urban Legend um,
0: Outfitters, you can talk
2: this one out.
1: Well, unfortunately, Matt, um, we're not all in this one together, so I can't find out what Neil's answer is, but um
2: Is it the basketball? <laughs> is that what they play?
1: Plays the basketball like a drum. I mean, if you can play the saw like a violin, I guess you could probably play the basketball yeah. somehow.
2: Um, do, you th- do you think it's a theremin? That's a really silly instrument that people play. <laughs> it's now or never. <sighs> I
1: could see a kid in this High School Musical being bullied for playing the theremin. Um, 15 seconds, 15 There's minutes. nothing that's inherently Croatian that I could think of. So, yeah, let's say
3: the theremin. Neil? You think Croatians play theremin, Jeff? Uh No, we said cello.
0: All right. Any logic behind that or just said cello? Uh,
3: No, I just knew it from the high school musical. Okay, so, cool. But, uh, but yes, yeah, just cello.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, What did you wager on yourself and your opponents here?
2: We wagered
3: 200 on music for ourselves and 200
2: for the opponents.
0: Okay. No. And Matt?
2: We were half as confident in both of those and wagered 100 and 100.
0: Well, as revealed shamefully or not shamefully at all by the end of the song, uh, that one kid in a high school musical plays the cello. Awesome. Mm-hmm. What's that? A <laughs> uh, saw? So, uh, but those were the two guys from the group two cellos. So this oh was the cello.
3: I just watched hey, High School Musical you- 3 two days ago.
2: So there you go. Why? Just, Why would you do that? Look, it's great.
0: I just watched a guy reacting to the three high school musical movies. I'm sure
6: that was hilarious. It was very fun. But have you watched High School Musical, the TV show? It's High School Musical,
0: the musical, the series. Okay. And yes.
3: (laughs) And just a little tidbit for you and the listeners at home, just to you know add a little uh, heartwarming uh, element to this podcast. The guy in High School Musical who said I play the cello was arrested at gunpoint. uh, Excuse me, was arrested for robbing a pizza place at gunpoint. So there you go. That's what happens when you play the cello in High School Musical. (laughs) He's playing the cello in prison now.
1: (laughs) Yes. Now he's the one who's trying to be breaking free. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
6: Uh, So this is really fun because the gap has just closed heading into the final question. Um, We
2: love drama here.
6: Urban legend outfitters are going to lose 200 there. Bed, Bath & Body Horror picked up 400. It is still anybody's game, depending on how this question shakes out. Uh, Urban Legend Outfitters currently lead 2,000 to 1,600.
0: So we are still all in this together. Um, let's see if <laughs> we are... Day. <laughs> let's... Oh, day. I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> but let's see if that will be undone by Buttermilk Creek in history. For much of the 20th century, archaeologists believe the first settlers to the Americas belonged to what culture which settled in New Mexico and lends its name to the town in the area. While it has since been disproven that they were first, evidence suggests that this group did arrive between 10,800 and 11,500 BCE. Looking for the name of the culture settlement town. I should have said I was having a fabulous time.
3: (laughs) Um, Should we just try and name New Mexico cities, maybe? Could it be like a town, also. I mean a culture, meaning like, I'm assuming it's like maybe a tribe or
2: something? Hmm. Yeah, we can lock in with that.
0: Okay, Urban Legend Outfitters are locked in. Bed, bath, and body horror. You can talk this out.
2: So
3: first culture to the Americas.
4: Yeah. So based on the year, probably looking for what could be considered like, what we would consider today like an indigenous group perhaps. Right. So, lends its name to a city or a town in the area. I mean, we got Albuquerque. You have how many New Mexico towns can you name?
3: Santa Fe, Albuquerque. um, Just start thinking of Hyundai models. Hyundai models. Tucson, (laughs) Elantra, (laughs) Sorrento,
1: Accent, Accent, that's Kia.
2: Um, Persephone. Should we
4: just say Albuquerque? I don't know how
1: can't believe you're forgetting about the two best towns, truth and consequences, obviously, yeah and roswell
3: i, I don't know i I feel like the name of the first yeah. settlers I've read it before, but i I can't pull it um my guts tell me it starts with a c, but i couldn't I couldn't name you something that starts with a C if I am life dependent on it so the um, um does c l ring any bell to you mm mm-hmm. no.
1: Yes, it means sky in Spanish, I
3: think. It's not the Clover. (laughs) The Clover people, they're not from Ireland. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I just want to say Albuquerque. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, we'll go with Albuquerque. We're uh, home of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman.
0: Okay, going with Albuquerque. Urban Legend Outfitters, did you go with Albuquerque? And what did you come up with?
2: Um, yeah, we did. We had no idea. Uh, Albuquerque sounds like a, a tribe of people possibly. And uh, we love Breaking Bad, right? I think that's why we went with it. I don't know. We went we went with Albuquerque.
0: Okay. Um, well, both teams going Albuquerque there. Uh. But Team Urban Legend Outfitters, what did you wager on yourself and your opponents here?
2: We wagered a whopping 300 both ways.
0: Okay. And, uh, Ken, what did y'all wager?
3: I have no idea. It's on uh, Neil's pick. <laughs> we, we, we wagered 300 uh, for ourselves, unfortunately, and then uh, 100 for the opposing team.
0: Okay. Well, it's not Albuquerque, but when I say, Neil, that you almost just said it in your <laughs> talking it out, because uh, you said, well, it's not like Clover. How do you feel about CL Uh you were right there because the people, culture, and city are all named Clovis. C O C L O V
1: I S. How did you even get like in the realm?
4: I don't know, he's on today.
3: I it's I it's just me scrolling on Twitter and there's this account I follow that they pick weird things in history and they do like a twenty thing thread of, you know, like Rome when it was burned down, and I just remember reading C L I don't remember it was Clovis, but
0: Well, You were right there. Unfortunately, didn't quite come up with it. But before we reveal our scores, I will reveal the fun fact that I learned while researching this enough to write a clue about it, which was a it was undone because there was a settlement found at Buttermilk Creek, Texas, that was Mm. older. And the other fun thing was that Clovis is just the early medieval English form of the word Lewis so a little bit later they would have been the lewis people Mm. but um
2: Uh, different ring to it yeah that's probably
3: why rich comedian richard lewis of kirby enthusiasm fame changed his name from richard clovis to richard
2: lewis
0: oh could be very erudite reasons to do so
2: uh don't listen to neil he just makes stuff up he just sounds (laughs) confident that's not one of my dreams i tell people
3: is i want to be the uninformed tour guide where everything i say is (laughs) bullshit and i say one right thing
1: but you got to try to figure it out
0: (laughs) that could be a game show in and of itself i swear if
1: evict can be a restaurant that can be a business
0: (laughs) (laughs) well uh tim i know what happened with our scores there but i guarantee you neil does not so can you let us all know what happened (laughs) Can we
6: win <laughs> well what what happened well, no one there, won yet what happened there is that urban legend outfitters pushed their points um bed bath and body horror were two letters away from literally reversing the score unfortunately they are going to fall to mm. the urban legend outfitters mm. by a final score of 2000 to 14 as we head to the second half
0: Okay, well, that does in fact points. take us Oof. out of our team round. Uh, which congratulations to our advancing players, Jeff and Matt. Uh, Neil and Ken, you are welcome to stick around and trash talk them, trash talk us, uh, talk about how much easier the questions in the second half are and how you knew them all instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you want to hang around, you are welcome to do so.
3: Oh, they're going to get and trash. Where to go? It's it's his home. I live here. I can't leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, they are sticking around. Uh, so we will get into round two where it will be Jeff versus Matt after these short messages.
6: Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one of a kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. Is this a common
2: phrase in your house?
5: I thought I told you to clean up.
6: Do you ever say this to your kids? Would you like
3: some with that wine?
6: At the end of the day, do you find yourself thinking but Sanity is waning. Then we have the music you need. Sanity is waning. The debut EP from The Dad Bods coming August 29th to a streaming platform near you. Find us on Facebook or visit us at dadbodsmusic.bandcamp.com for more information.
0: And as a reminder to our listeners, round two functions like round one, except when one player locks in, their opponent only has 30 seconds to answer. Or they can just, like, give a 30-second movie review. I don't care what you say in that 30 seconds, but you only have 30 seconds to say it in. For round two, it is going to be Matt versus Jeff who splitting their two thousand points will each start the round with a thousand points. And... They
3: don't deserve it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we give it to everybody, so <laughs> 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 they could have had more if they had scored better. Uh, but let's see how this half goes as we go into our first section, where your categories are mocha dick number five in science, flip a coin in video games, and Britney Shatnerizes a hit in music. Go ahead and send your wagers Whoa. to Tim.
2: All right. Okay. What do y'all
0: think about the categories while Tim's figuring out oh, the sorry. scores?
1: I'm sorry, Neil. Do do you exist still? I, I'm a ghost now. Sorry, <laughs> I'm Mar
3: Jacob Marley. I love the categories, but I'm not playing. I guess this round. But... I, for, I forgot what I
1: gave him already.
0: I mean, y'all are still welcome to like as long as you don't say the answers before they do. Y'all
2: are oh, still. You're welcome, welcome
1: to say to, the answers. It's fine. To
2: think it out and.
1: You can text them to me all loud.
2: Curse us. All right, if this is what I sent, I don't know. It, it's so weird because I was sending them on the, my account and then I sent them through triviality.
6: Okay, but I do popped have
0: the wagers. I texted when it popped up when Tim messaged, it just switched you over to that account. I don't know.
1: Might have. Yeah, we'll blame Tim. It's probably. fine. It's not <laughs> his fault.
2: It's always Aww.
0: my fault. oh they're nice and say it's not your fault, Tim.
6: Yeah, but you know better. We're, mid,
2: we're Midwest uh, pleasant. <laughs>
6: Midwest pleasant. I mean, I mean, if we're being honest, we're all Midwest people here because I'm from <laughs> Ohio and Michigan. That's so. true. Why true. would you
0: admit to being from Ohio?
6: Why would you say and? That just seems <laughs> like you're gonna make everybody mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I lived the first 13 years in Cleveland, and then like from 13 to 19, I was in Detroit. So oh, moving Your on.
0: Formative up. years were in Michigan.
6: So like the, the majority was Ohio, but the, but the developmental were in Michigan. So it's like a little bit of both. All right, Brittany, I do have the wagers in.
0: Perfect. So your first question in this section is Mocha Dick number five, a science question. Ambergris was a prized substance using perfume that was harvested from the digestive systems of which species of animal? Presumably it wasn't named by a 10 year old, but you could convince me it was.
2: Mm. Uh, I'm locked mm. in. La- uh, Jeff locked in. Lock so Matt, you dick. can talk it out. Because let me tell you, when I found out that, uh, th- that dick was a all right. What am I saying here? <laughs> I forgot everything I'm saying. This is a this is a whale penis. You had one drink. You say the word dick, and Matt just gets all out of sorts. <laughs> I was too flustered. Uh, digestive system. I think it's a whale. I'm gonna say whale. I Don't know,
1: you're right. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a sperm whale, uh, so that's what I said.
2: Give me uh, points for regular whale
1: uh, 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 sperm, that was my deepest impression. What so
4: now up? the questions I know
3: start coming out. <laughs> I know as we're sitting back here, yeah. didn't we right. say All whale right. earlier?
0: <laughs> Honor system. If I had said be more specific before Jeff got his answer in there, what were you gonna say?
2: Uh, well, that, that's yeah, that's hard to say. I'd probably say a killer whale, because it's my favorite whale, so no points for me. Okay.
0: Because I would have prompted you to be more specific on whale.
2: Hmm. Well, that's a shame for me and my points.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Matt, if you like Futurama, there's a whole episode that's centered I around Ambergris.
2: Underst- that's where I know the name from. But I couldn't remember anything
0: okay. further. Well so matt's locking in with killer whale jeff is locking in with sperm whale and uh yeah mocha dick was the real life inspiration for moby dick who i learned was a sperm whale
3: so. oh mocha dick was real
0: mocha dick was real wow and moby dick was the character based on mocha oh, it's
3: very real <laughs> and as, as matt knows uh working at the coffee conglomerate every day he's probably at least has one mocha dick come in the store so. <laughs> what's up bro <laughs> can i have extra uh, whipped cream please
1: I like your, your psl people right and then you got your mocha dicks
0: <laughs> well 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 what did that do to our scores tim
6: i'm yeah let's let's just oh wait
0: sorry uh <laughs> what did you wager on yourself and jeff here
2: I wagered 100 on myself and 100 on Jeff because I'm sure he knew his science.
1: Yeah, I wagered big on myself 300 and 100 for Matt. 300 for Matt? I don't even remember, Tim. Let me look. Tim says
6: 100. So good wagering. Could have been better.
5: (laughs) Tim? That's what he said. Tim.
6: I'm just saying. Uh, but no, that means that Jeff is going to pick up 400 points while Matt is going to lose 200 on that question. Uh, so that brings the scores to 1,400 to, 18, to 800 in favor of Jeff.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. Well, Matt, I will say your scoring was optimal there.
2: Yeah, I'll get it back.
0: Okay. Uh, but let's look at question number two, which is flip a coin in video games. Miles Prower is the given name of what video game character who first made his appearance on the Emerald Hill in 1992?
6: I'm locked in. This is crazy. Okay. I know these are all in your wheelhouse.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ken is shaking his head.
6: (laughs) Ken is mad because he actually knew a question.
4: (laughs) Just in the wrong order. They were just given in the wrong order is my
2: that's That's the problem. You know what it is is because the order was randomized and it's usually Ken... McNeil, McNeil and then Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. You're in the wrong slot. I think you're in the Jeff slot. Issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to this question Emerald Hill, 19. Get out of the Jeff nah. slot. <laughs> I don't touch the Jeff slot. Emerald <laughs> <I> Hill. <in. laughs> <There's laughs> nothing, nothing good to come out of the Jeff slot, uh, that's for sure. I'm just thinking about uh, the Sega Genesis. Um, now you're playing with power. That was Nintendo, so that's not right. Um, but <laughs> no, if you not right, you could be playing with power because you're playing with <laughs> tails. Because I'm pretty sure this is tails, okay. Locked in with, going tails. With, oh, get going there. with
0: tails. Jeff, what did you lock in with?
1: Yep, I knew this was from Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I said tails,
0: okay. And what'd you wager on, your, on yourself and Matt?
1: Oh, I wagered 200 for myself, but I wagered 300 on Matt,
2: which mm. isn't great. I wagered 300 on myself and 200 on Jeff,
0: okay. Well, uh. It was, in fact, Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog, as I think Ken knew based on his reaction while I was reading the question.
3: <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> the, talk now. Thank you for the you nod know. on the audio feed. No, oh, he's just, he's
6: refusing Aww. to be ungruntled.
0: Aww. well, hopefully we can get you gruntled again. But, Tim, what did that do to our scores? Um...
6: Uh... Matt has got the prower on this one. Uh, He gained 100 points here, and Jeff lost 100 due to their wagers. Uh, So it's a little bit closer after that one.
0: Okay. Well, then let's talk about question number three, which is Brittany Shatnerizes a hit in music. Name this song, which spent five weeks at number one in 1992. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda play-in workout tapes by Fonda, but Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anna Conda don't want none unless you've got Buns Hun.
1: Oh. Oh, I'm a hard lock. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Jeff is hard locked. Are Matt, you? you have 30 seconds.
3: I think you have to see a doctor if it's more than four
2: hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that this would be his follow-up Put Him on the Glass, which was a very tasteful song about... <laughs> putting produce on the glass um, but i believe that this is uh the knighted sir mix-a-lot um in baby got back
1: yeah um later nicely sampled by um Nicki
2: minaj um i said baby got back
0: okay and matt what did you
2: wager here i wagered 200 on me and 300 on jeffrey
1: and Jeff? Yeah, I was I was not very confident here with music. I put a hundred on myself, but I put two on Matt.
0: Okay, um, Kenner Neil, did you know this one? It's an obscure song.
3: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh oh yeah. Of course. Who who doesn't know Sir Mix a Lot? Uh, oh, Neil's Anaconda don't. don't want, no, that's just true. His and Anaconda if, don't. And if you love fart jokes, watch the Nicki Minaj fart cut of her rendition of this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> Today I learned. I learned. So much.
0: Uh, But, Tim, both teams got this one right. But what did it do to their points? Because I think they both lost points.
6: They did. They did both lose points. Uh, Both teams got this one correct, but wagered 100 more on their opponents than they wagered on themselves. So we leave section one of the second half with Jeff at 1,200 and Matt at 800.
0: Excellent. So your categories for that second section are come for the food, stay for the hijinks in literature. The big sky's the limit in history, and how the sausage gets played in sports.
2: All right, locked in. Loving the
3: uh, the category names. Oh, thank you. After I hearing have... the answers, I'm like, oh, that totally made sense.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some clues that are more back solvable than they are <laughs> solvable.
3: But it was—I think it was Tim. You did. Everybody hates him, or the Chris one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I'm like, okay, think of Chris's famous Chris's. So got me on the right track.
0: Yeah. Tim messaged me. He's like, I even wrote you a clue category. And I was like, Oh, and I was kind of scared. I'll be honest. Cause you never write clue categories. <laughs> so I went and looked and I was like, Oh, okay. Cause his name is Chris. He's like, it's a double clue. And I was like, you'll have to explain the second one.
6: Well, yeah, the first one I- is
0: Chris rock. I was like, yeah, I got that one. <laughs>
6: back, back when I had a sports podcast when covid happened we were scrambling for content so we started doing like espn 30 for 30 watches and talking about them and we watched the everybody hates chris uh or i hate christian leitner uh 30 for 30 that was
0: also just watched everybody hates chris but it wasn't related to sports
6: Uh, plus he goes to duke and nobody likes anybody who went to duke so yeah he's already behind the eight ball yeah Uh, But, Brittany, I do have the wagers in for the second section.
0: Awesome. Well, then let's get it started with Come for the Food, Stay for the Hijinks in Literature. Daughter of Richard Rogers, Mary Rogers, wrote which novel centered on Annabelle that has been adapted to two theatrical films, each of which starred a different Oscar winner playing more than one role?
1: Glad I wagered not a lot on this one. Same here. This looks
3: like it's going to be a wash. See, I know this one now, Ken. We're both out. <laughs> well, what
2: fault is that? It starts to suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll lock in and force him to think.
0: Okay, Matt locked in. Jeff, you have thirty seconds.
1: Adapted into two theatrical films, each of which starred a different Oscar winner playing more than one role. Annabelle sounds like the name of a doll. this might be a horror film thing. So uh, I'm just gonna say, um, you know. It, even though that was written by Stephen King
0: Okay, you're going to say It, even though it was written by Stephen King Matt, what did you say?
2: I said The Parent Trap, even though I'm not sure if it's a book
0: <laughs> Okay um, uh, What Would you wager on yourself and Jeff here?
2: Uh, 100 and 100 And Jeff? Uh,
1: I said 100, 300
0: And Neil, do you want to tell him how close he was?
3: Yeah, you, you were close, Matt. I, I'm surprised. I figured on your playlist you'd have the song Take Me Away sung by, uh, mm-hmm. you know, by someone that's yeah. uh, a Freaky Friday. Nonsense. Freaky Friday.
2: Oh, <laughs> man.
0: It was, in fact, Freaky Friday. Um, the slogan for TGI Fridays is come for the food, stay for the fun, I think. But <laughs> something along those lines. Uh, but this was come for the food, stay for the hijinks, like body swapping with your parent.
1: Pretty uh, sure this everyone's was... freaky Friday more recently than I went to a TJI Friday. <laughs> That's
0: very possible. I ex I actually looked up and looked at their promotions right now, and apparently it's four dollar cocktails and two dollar happy hour. I was like, Oh, are they oh, struggling? Wow. So <laughs> uh,
2: this recording's um. over. I'm going to TJI Friday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The only
1: inflation resistant uh restaurant. <laughs>
5: Uh,
0: but it was in fact freaky friday so neither team getting this but i think one team did gain points tim you want to confirm that
6: yeah one team did gain points jeff wagered 200 more on matt than he did on jeff so he's gonna pick up 200 while matt pushes his points uh, as we head to our second question
0: okay well that question is in the big sky's the limit in history Jeanette Rankin was the first woman to hold federal office when she was elected to Congress in 1916, predating women's right to vote by four years. To this day, she is still the only woman elected to Congress from what state?
1: Uh, boy, I should know this.
2: I'm going to lock in based on one clue.
0: All right, Matt is locked in. Jeff, you have 30 seconds.
1: Oh, big sky's the limit. Oh don't okay. look at the title. Uh, That's I'm- cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Montana.
0: All right, Jeff is saying Montana. Matt, what did you say?
2: Well, that state does have a very big sky, but I went in a totally different direction and said Montana.
0: Okay, um, what did you say for your wager?
2: I wagered two hundred on me and two hundred on Jeff. And Jeff, Ooh,
1: I wait. I wagered three hundred on me and two hundred on Matt.
0: Okay, well. Uh, both teams getting there. It was, in fact, Montana.
1: Thanks, uh, Matt. For Big Sky.
0: <laughs> and uh, Tim, what did that do to our scores?
6: Um, Not a whole lot. Jeff picks up 100 points there. Uh, Matt could have taken the lead on that if he had just not said anything and just locked in. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: I mean, Jeff might have gotten there in the 30 he, seconds. He knows things. Uh, I believe but, in Jeff aww that's nice uh well me's Matt. (laughs) but he's he's also my enemy and i hate it (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is getting way too friendly so uh let's look at how the sausage gets played in sports found in fife which golf course was commissioned by mary stewart in 1552 marking the first time a woman golfer was allowed to play the game Women wouldn't be welcomed as members of a golf club for another 343 years, however.
5: Hmm.
0: I'm looking for the name of the golf course.
4: Good luck with this one, gentlemen. Hmm.
0: Do you know this one, Ken?
3: Mm, the name of a golf course? No. <laughs> I know that the, the golf course is found uh, where the ancestors of Barney are from. So. Oh. Barney the, Fife. Oh, <laughs> I was like, the, the purple one? dinosaur? <laughs> It's very on brand for me to bring up a a reference from a 1950s television show for no reason.
1: No, it's not. You did that on purpose. Or
6: 1960s, I should say. Are you sure it's Barney's ancestors and not Drummond's ancestors? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, you're the only one who can make puns, Brittany.
0: I'm the only one that can make good puns, apparently. (laughs) There is no such thing as a good pun.
2: I can lock in with the oldest golf course I could think of.
0: All right, Matt locking in. Jeff, you have 30 seconds to talk this out.
1: All right, unfortunately, I've got less than no idea here. Uh, Category is how the sausage gets played. So I'm going to say this is porcine pines. (laughs) Porcine
0: pines is your locked in answer. Matt, what did you lock in with?
2: I'm surprised he didn't go with, uh, I don't know, Bratwurst something or other. Um, I, I actually don't know. Um, one of my favorite courses in Tiger Woods Golf was St. Andrews. Uh, I know it's old. I know it's in the UK. So I locked in with St. Andrews.
0: Okay. And what would you wager on yourself and Jeff here?
2: I wagered 300 on myself and 300 on Jeffrey.
0: And Jeff, what about you?
1: Yeah, I had 200 on myself and 100 on Matt, figuring he would have the edge in sports.
0: Well, Matt indeed had the edge because this golf course was St. Andrew's Lynx. That's where mm. the sausage part came in. Um, but this was St. Andrew's Lynx in Fife, Scotland. Mary Stewart also being known as Mary Queen of Scots. And I think we had a fairly big swing, speaking of golf.
6: We did, uh, in the words of... Robert Williams, St. Andrews is where they fucking invented the sport. Uh, that's my best Scottish accent, but. <laughs> Sorry to Scottish listeners. <laughs> All two of you. Uh, well,
0: wait, I think we have three Scottish listeners.
6: Okay. Three of you. Well, uh, Matt well, and you Cat Scottish Barber. Listeners. Oh. Matt picked up 600 points there while Jeff lost 300. We leave the second section with Matt having 1,400 and Jeff having 1,200. Ooh. So
0: Matt has taken the lead.
6: Big swing.
0: Okay. Well, your next section of categories are a real shanty of cards in politics, a little bit of moniker in wrestling, and if you can't beat him, be him in comics.
1: Oh, I think Go this is and... where Matt cements his lead.
3: <laughs> I, am, I am know
2: nothing jump. of shanties. <laughs>
3: You've been on sea shanty TikTok for a long time, Matt. I
2: have, but I don't think it's about sea shanties.
0: I had to change out the Wellerman question I had planned. <laughs> no, I mean, I, if I didn't swap out the Freaky Friday question when Ken said we got some real freak, or when Neil said we've got yeah. some real Freaky Friday stuff going on, I went, yeah swap anything like that i'd have to write more questions if i was going to hot swap on the play
6: all right Brittany, i've got the wagers in for section three
0: cool uh so your first question in section three is a real shanty of cards in politics what is the defining characteristic of a thalasocracy examples include the phoenician states of tyre sidon and carthage as well as venice and genoa
6: if you to I know read I said that, it wrong. Phallisocracy. <laughs> I <laughs> so can reread
0: it. I know I said it wrong. <laughs> what is the defining characteristic of a phallocracy? No.
6: Phallisocracy. I this believe is a terrible
0: what trying to say
3: is when Ken and Jeff held hands in Iceland, <laughs> they went to the phallisocracy, which is the museum of the phallus, Is that right?
0: <laughs> Something like that. Um, I'm going to try to do one more read of this for a clean read. Uh, what is the defining characteristic of a philosocracy? <laughs> I can't.
6: <laughs> okay. Do you know Tell the word? you read it? Do you know the word phallus? Yes. Okay. Say it just like that. Phallusocracy.
0: Okay. What is the defining characteristic of a Examples include the Phoenician states of Tyre, Sidon and carthage as well as venice and genoa and tim i'm gonna let you insert your of saying the same word over and over again that i can't say
1: don't let him insert his manocracy
2: over there in this <laughs> uh, i am locked in by the way uh, of course i believe you got a degree in thalassocracies. is that correct <laughs> you pay Jeff
0: big money I don't even know who this is anymore. Matt's Matt's (laughs)
2: answering questions. You have 30 seconds. seconds. We're looking at sea shanties. We're looking at empires. I think this is Atlantis is another version of this one, possibly. Um, I think that this is an empire at sea, some kind of sea bearing empire. So I'm going to say that's what I'm locking in with. Yeah, I've
1: got something similar. Um, Thassa is a... play magic the gathering it's a character who is the goddess of the sea and i believe this is an empire that derives their rule from their naval power so like from their belly button
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's the power of the crop top really um yeah
1: one character for anybody who likes um my hero academia
0: um so despite the fact that i can't say the word you both did correctly identify what Ted Lassoocracy is about. It is maritime or sea-based government. So The government of the sea shanty. I, I'm taking both answers. What did you wager on each other?
2: Uh, I only wagered 100 on myself and wagered 200 on Jeff.
0: And Jeff?
1: Uh, I wagered 300 on myself and 200 on Matt. Ooh.
0: Okay. Well, Tim... How did how did our players do on the thalassocracy question?
6: You almost had it. That I time. know I did. <laughs> um, both both players identified what a thalassocracy is, and that means Jeff is going to gain a hundred while Matt loses a hundred. Mm. We have a tie game, folks. Oh Ooh. yeah, Hoo-ah! or something. I don't know.
0: Well, that tie game brings us into the second question, which is a little bit of moniker in wrestling. Modeled after characters Tony Montana and Manny Ribeiro, under (laughs) what name did Scott Hall perform while in the WWF and WWE?
2: Hey, yo, I'm locked in.
0: Matt's locked in. Jeff, you have 30 seconds.
2: I think you know it, Jeff. It's somewhere in there. This is where the big boys play. The big boys play? That's what he said in WCW.
1: A little bit of moniker.
2: Oh, let's see.
1: Uh... He, he must have been a little friend, right? Uh, say hello to oh, Tommy. Maybe he was a Tommy gun. I don't know. Say hello to my little friend. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Cocaine Mountain.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. I don't uh, doubt that he, uh,
3: <laughs> he took a cocaine mountain in the 1990s. <laughs> that's for sure.
2: And uh Matt? Yeah, you know, with all that Turner money. Uh, no, his friend uh, Kevin Nash was Diesel, and he was Razor Ramon.
0: Okay, Matt, going Razor Ramon. What'd you wager here, Matt?
2: Three hundred on me, and three hundred for Jeff to not know it and say Cocaine Mountain instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, now and that Jeff- I
1: think about it, that razor blade would have come in handy. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, unfortunately I knew Matt was going to know it, so I put a hundred on him. But I put a hundred on myself because I also knew I wouldn't.
0: Okay. Well, as predicted by Jeff there, Matt did know it. Uh, razor Ramon. I personally like the name cocaine mountain better. Just going to throw that opinion out there to all who, you know, appreciate it. But Tim, I would appreciate a score update.
6: That was a perfect wager round for both players because they both accurately guessed how it was going to play. Uh, Matt's going to pick up 600 points here, while Jeff is going to lose 200.
2: Perfect
3: round. I agree. <laughs> now, Brittany, Cocaine Mountain is also the new ride at Disney World. Is that right?
0: Uh, that's what I hear. Uh, it may not break down as much as Space Mountain does. So, it's the hope.
4: Hey, could you could you spare a them? Could you spare a,
0: <laughs> a huh.
1: <laughs> I need a smaller yeah. finger. Yeah, the Winnie the Pooh ride really went
2: off the rails. <laughs>
0: I think that's the Snow White ride.
2: <laughs> that was the Mocha Dick ride. <laughs> there, there, actually aren't
3: seven dwarfs. It's like the woman on the plane that went viral. She just a- assumes there's, you know, imagine seven dwarves but oh, they're the actually not really is that
2: real. Oh, are they real. just
0: like representatives of the different personality archetypes?
3: Exactly. Yeah, that's it's pain and and anger and all that stuff.
0: Yep. And of course, the ultimate one, Doc. And that emotion. <laughs> ah, but i tell you what let's get this one slightly back on the rails with if you can't beat him be him in comics Brittany, this
6: this episode has been off the rails since we started i know <laughs> we can't
2: talk about I'm... cocaine mountain and then rails It's not how this works
0: <laughs> i think it's the perfect segue <laughs>
6: cocaine razor rails we're good
0: Minecarts. carts um if you can't beat him be him in comics Eobard Thawne was the alter ego of witch supervillain from DC Comics who found a costume and a tachyon device in a time capsule in the 25th century. He is determined to replace Barry Allen after failing to destroy Barry's life. Um, I can lock in. Okay, Matt's locking in. Jeff, you may have 30 seconds to talk this
2: out. Ooh, um.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I know Barry Allen was the Flash. Not a huge DC Comics guy. Um, huh. Yeah, I guess I'll just say uh, you know Green Lantern. I don't know. Terrible okay. movie, right? Terrible answer.
0: All right, locking in Green Lantern, Matt. What did you lock in with?
1: Before
4: Matt answers, give give me your dumbest answer for what the Flash's nemesis would be named.
0: <laughs> Jeff or me?
1: Thunder, Jeff. Okay. Thunder. Thunder. Okay. He wants to. He, well, no, he can't precede the Flash, but he'll come after him.
2: All right. What if What if he was like the Flash, but in reverse, and he was Reverse Flash?
1: <laughs> it's even dumber than the dumber thing I said. <laughs> yeah, I liked him with Reverse <laughs> Flash. Dear okay. God, I did, I'm glad I didn't know that.
0: Um. Well, Jeff, what did you wager on yourself and Matt
2: here?
1: Oh, I wagered well, um, not. I put 200 on myself and 300 on Matt.
2: I wagered 200 on myself and 100 on Jeff.
0: Okay, Tim, did you know this one?
6: Of course I did. I'm a DC Comics fan, and I've watched most of the Arrowverse at this point. I I knew this was Reverse Flash.
0: This was in fact reverse flash. As, think of the dumbest name you could think of for Nemesis of the Flash.
2: Like we need an enemy. He's like the Flash but the reverse. Come <laughs> up with the name.
6: <laughs> and even and even better, we took the red suit with the yellow lightning bolt and we gave him a yellow suit with a red lightning bolt.
0: And he shoots red lightning when he runs, and the flash shoots yellow lightning when he runs. Um
3: and it the, was the main in fact from Ed, the actor, Tom Kevinoff. Then Jeff. wouldn't
1: he be Inverse Flash?
6: <laughs> Sorry, too much logic. <laughs> You're trying to apply logic to silver age comic books. Like it was really just like like the comics were great, but the creativity and the characters were not.
1: It was basically the equivalent of a monkey throwing feces at a typewriter. Surprisingly, Reverse Reverse Flash's name wasn't
4: Nala
3: Year (laughs) rap,
0: because it's Barry Allen backwards. Mm
3: -hmm. Ken, what is the Reverse Flash's favorite musical artist? We were just talking, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, Elliott. because she likes to (laughs) flip that thing down and reverse it.
5: Whoa!
0: (laughs) Well, uh, let's put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it back to Tim to give us a score update.
6: That might be your worst segue. Oh, uh, I can come up with far worse. (laughs) In the short history of this podcast. Um, Yeah, that was a big uh, bump for Matt, who picked up 300 points here while Jeff lost 500. We head to our final section of questions. I I thought we already handled the big bumps.
0: (laughs) I was like, yeah, we just talked about Cocaine Mountain.
6: (laughs) We head to our final section of questions with Matt having a 2200 to 600 lead.
0: Okay, well, let's see how this last section goes. Your categories are Miyazaki approved in religion and mythology, shot, 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 shots, everybody in science, and baking bad in language.
3: Ken is fuming once again at the categories, but we can only fume from afar.
2: Kid tested, Miyazaki approved.
6: (laughs) Is there a particular category that you're
4: fuming about there, Ken? Well, it depends on the question, but I'm a Miyazaki fan. as is, Well, I mean, Matt knows. Jeff, Jeff is a Miyazaki fan, so
2: we'll see what happens.
0: I mean, y'all did talk about holding hands in Japan, so I kind of felt like maybe.
2: Sometimes you just get a little spirited away. This feels like a Jeff round, so whatever I gained in that last one, I'm about Matt, to Matt, don't call it a anymore. comeback. <laughs> yeah. You've been Stop petting his Totoro. I'm locked in.
1: I am
6: also locked in. Brittany? We're ready to kick off this last section of questions. Both wagers are locked in.
0: Cool. Let's kick it off with Miyazaki approved in religion and mythology. What word is used to denote deities, spirits, natural phenomena, holy powers, and more in the Japanese language and specifically the Shinto religion?
1: I'm locked in. Uh.
0: Jeff is locked in. Matt, you have 30 seconds.
2: What word is used to denote deities, spirits, and natural phenomenon. Um, I'm sure that there's a word that I'm thinking of that I would know if that were something that I did know, but it's not. Uh, So I'm just stalling because I have no idea whatsoever. I'm going to say Gengar, my favorite Pokemon.
5: All
0: right. Matt going with Gengar. Jeff, what did you go with, and what was your thought process?
1: Um, Yeah, I I believe that this is a uh, Kami. uh, is the spirit, so um, my thought process was uh, I've heard it before, comes up a lot in magic, uh, the gathering, and um, yeah, I like uh I like uh, Miyazaki, probably.
0: all right, and what did you wager on yourself and Matt here?
1: Oh, so I had two hundred on both
2: of us. Okay. I had one hundred on both of us.
0: okay, well, this is in fact the word kami um spelled k-a-m-i and not like you know communists but uh kami k-a-m-i is the word to denote deities spirits and natural phenomena specifically in miyazaki examples used were spirited away and princess mononoke so uh but tim jeff got that matt did not what did that do to our scores
6: Yeah, Jeff closed the gap there, picking up 400 points, while Matt lost 200 points. Uh, It is now 2,000 to 1,000 in favor of Matt.
0: Thanks, Tim. Uh, And that brings us to shot, 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 shots, everybody in science. The Tdap vaccine is a class of combination vaccines against three infectious diseases in humans. Most children get four or more Tdap vaccines by their second year of life. What does Tdap stand for, representing the three diseases it, is, it fights against? I'm locked in. Jeff is locked oh, in. Matt, man. you have 30 seconds.
2: What's the one I know? It's not this one. There's another vaccine you get. that uh, MMR. That one I know. This one I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say uh, polio, tuberculosis, and what's the DO? I'm going to say... Uh, Ronnie James? <laughs> DO uh holy diver is d-o um i actually i have no idea uh de- dementia and tuberculosis and polio
0: well it is tdap t-d-a-p oh, that, that would... changes
2: it doesn't i'm blind also okay dementia so
0: you're going tuberculosis dementia and polio yeah all right jeff what did you lock in with <laughs>
1: Yeah, I thought the the A was like a little a, meaning like and, because I thought this was uh like tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis.
0: Okay. And Matt, what did you wager here?
2: Too much. Uh, I wagered 200 on me and 200 on Jeff.
0: And Jeff?
1: Hopefully my 300 will pay off. I put 100 on Matt.
0: Okay. Well, the T, D, and P in Tdap stand for tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis.
5: So, Mm. Jeff,
0: getting that one correct. Also, we are pro-vaccine here.
6: And that means that we're going to have a very interesting final question, because it is now 1,600 to 1,400. Matt has a slight lead and a lot of points left on the board with one question to go.
0: Okay, so it does all come down to this. Baking bad... A language question. Also sometimes known as a palette knife, what kitchen and lab utensil takes its name from the Latin word spatha, meaning broadsword? The word has been used in English since 1525, but the tool itself goes back to ancient Roman times.
2: And lab utensil. That's interesting. Also,
0: shout out to Aaron Mayers, who gave me this word to get me out of a wall that I was hitting while writing. said he wanted a question on this.
1: I'm going to go ahead and lock in.
0: Okay, okay, Jeff is locked in. Matt, take 30 seconds and talk it out.
2: So I'm kind of torn between spatula and scapel, but I think one is a purely lab and one's purely kitchen, but I got nothing else. Spatha sounds like spatula, so I'm going to lose this game by saying spatula.
0: All right, Matt's saying spatula. Jeff, what did you come up with?
2: Yet undecided
1: whether you will win or lose this game, Matthew. Um, I too," said Spatula.
0: Okay, and Jeff, what did you say for your wagers?
1: So I wasn't going to be very confident with language, so I put a hundred on myself, and hoping that Matt wouldn't do very well,
2: I put three hundred on him. Mm, well, I hated the other category, so I said three hundred for me. And I figured you knew science and mythology, so I wagered 300 on you. Yeah, this will not end well.
0: Well, it depends on which player you are, I suppose. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) There. Uh, So, spatha is the base word. The word kind of more literally translates to little spatha, because it is a spatula. Mm. Uh, So, this is spatula. It is a slightly different shape in the lab, but you use it to like measure out, um, almost a potion ingredients, but like different chemical powders and stuff when you're doing your measurements and it's used as a primary lifting. It also is sometimes called a palette knife, especially when used in art capacities. So it is in fact a spatula.
3: I love your clue of the little spatula there with the shots.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And, um. Yeah, again, thank you to Aaron for asking for a question on spatulas when I was stuck. So, uh, Tim, what did that do to the scores? Because we were very, very close going into this.
6: We were very, very close. Um, Unfortunately, Matt proved just a little too much. He pushed his points here while Jeff lost 200 due to wagering. We're going to finish with a final score of Matt with 1600 and Jeff with 1200 at the end of the game.
1: Neil, could you, uh, double check that for me? Cause I'm pretty sure that that doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Neil, you followed how the wagers work, right?
3: I know exactly how the wagers worked and everything worked exactly as it should have, Jeff.
0: That does bring us to the end of our game. And that means Matt, you are our best frenemy for this week. Uh, you will be welcomed back to our tournament of frenemies happening soon. Uh, but, Matt, before you go, we do want to give you the chance to plug anything you would like to plug, and we also just want to say thank you so much for being on today.
2: Yeah, well, you know, you go out there and you give 110%, and you want to play good. <laughs> you know, you hope you play good. And <laughs> I think I played pretty good tonight. <laughs> uh, plugging, I, I guess I would plug Triviality, my podcast, where we do trivia, and we make jokes sometimes, and we have a good time. Triviality, Triviality podcast, that wherever you get <laughs> 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 look
3: at the man you gave the championship belt to here <laughs> Tim and, no. Tim and Brady.
0: well uh thank you for that shout out our runner up today is jeff jeff you are welcome back anytime we do want to give you a chance to shout out anything you would like to shout out before you go
1: yeah first uh i want to say no one ever said it was going to be easy um but uh you know i am pretty uh happy uh thank you for letting us on today's episode um hopefully this will be a good one for you um yeah i'm I'm not gonna plug anything different um matt and and the other gentlemen uh who are here with me in the studio are are wonderful co-hosts and uh grateful that uh we get to do one of the things that we love on a weekly basis so uh yeah thanks
0: of course and uh speaking of the wonderful gentleman in the studio with you Neil, we want to give you a chance to plug anything you would like to plug. And also thank you for being here and especially with handling the tech stuff from your side.
3: Well, thank you so much uh, for having me and having all of us. It was such a fun time uh, to experience uh, the rule breaking tendencies of the Crabman man, Tim, <laughs> uh, and all the great categories he wrote <laughs> and all the great question reading you had. Brittany. Um, yeah, no, if uh, if you're interested in uh, some books, uh, my first book was released last year. It's called Being Patrick Swayze. It's a, a comedic tribute to Patrick Swayze. If you like pop culture books, I think it's on sale right now for like $3.96. So scoop it up on Amazon. Uh, but my new book is coming out September 19th. Uh, it's called Behind the Screens. And uh, it is a, a book uh, all about TV shows and the floor plans that uh, made them famous. And uh, yeah, we are uh, super excited about that book coming out. Um, yeah, as everyone else said, follow triviality and, um, and make sure, you know, you support, uh, Tim and Brittany and and this show, it's a great format and, uh, really great people behind it. So make sure you show them all your love and and help them grow just like you helped us grow uh, for the last six years.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, and last but certainly not least, Ken, uh, if you want to shout out anything, you are more than welcome to, you're also more than welcome to come back anytime, Neil, you as well. And thank you, just again, so much for being on today.
4: I'm just here so I don't get fined.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you
4: guys. It was a really fun time. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Um, anything you have you would like to plug aside from anything that's been plugged mm-hmm. so far?
4: Uh, uh check uh, check out my band, uh, Rocket Rocket Miner. Rocket Miner M I N E R E R. Uh, I'm not on <laughs> too many tracks yet, but <laughs> I am on uh two YouTube videos for songs "Dual Divide"
3: and "Nightshade." maybe performing at a a venue in chicago soon
6: hopefully yeah follow our facebook page or something i'll make sure to get those those links for you in the show notes
0: well um tim before i do our wrap up is there anything you would like to add or shout out
6: um nothing in particular this episode was a ton of fun um I think with the four of you should be on every one of our episodes, because obviously after six years, your chemistry is impeccable. And this has been a ton, a ton of fun. And Mostly hopefully Jeff's
4: chemistry, he's the best at it. So Eventually <laughs> I hope to get up Rebecca to Chicago friends,
6: and maybe meet some or all of you. Um, well, Matt, I guess not. Not me.
2: Uh, I will be there.
6: <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, I know it's been a long day, so I won't keep you guys any longer.
3: No, we had a blast. Thank you so much for the compliments too. It's uh, it's nice to know that there's more trivia shows on the way with with newer formats, and uh, we're going to be the ones with the the walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom when the young whippersnappers come and uh, knock us over. What
2: What do you mean Neil trying to steal the outro? He's so used to it. All (laughs) right, Neil, Jeff, (laughs) and Ken.
0: No, it's totally fine. Uh, I just wanted to say to any of our listeners who don't already, please go listen to uh, Triviality. They are fantastic over there and um, always a great time, at least for me personally listening, because I'm always crying laughing, which is what happened today. So it's true to life. And we should hang out sometime, except Matt, who's not here anymore. (laughs) but. Since we do live in relatively the same area, I guess we could hang out at some point. Maybe catch you at one of the Liquid Courage games sometime. Mm -hmm. Um, But that will do it for for us here at Frenemy Trivia. Please be sure to follow us at Frenemy Trivia on X and Instagram. You can also find our sister shows, The Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology on your favorite podcast app. If you're interested in joining us on Discord or Facebook, or supporting us on Patreon, check out all of our links at ptebb.com. Uh, if you cannot support us financially, we totally understand. Times are tough, but you can still support us by subscribing to us on your favorite podcasting app and leaving us a five-star review there or your least favorite podcasting app, because we're there too. So for Frenemy Trivia, I've been Brittany. I've been Tim. I've I've
4: been Jeff. I've been Neil. I was and still am Ken.
2: I continue to be Matt.
0: And we will see you next week. Actually, you know, I could have worn my Triviality shirt today. That would have made sense. Oh, well. You get the Have the Day You Deserve shirt instead.
2: What's so... triviality? Do we have a show? Is that what this is? <laughs> triviality. Have the day you deserve.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's um... the
6: official motto of Liquid Courage. Uh,
0: that's what it is. Uh, I thought the motto of Liquid Courage was send feet pics.
2: <laughs> Whoever pays the bills.